Hello guys, welcome back to the Let's Talk Nigeria show with Nefe. And yes, it's me again. It's Nefe. Yeah, it's, it's great to be in your ears again. I mean, I hope you guys are doing really good. Like I always say, you guys are the real MVP. So yeah, thank you for constantly using your data to listen to this to the episodes. I'm really grateful and I hope you are helping me share. I hope you're telling a friend. Hope you're spreading the word. And after the last episode, I really hope that you've taken out time to think about why you are voting for what you want to vote for. You know, these are things that we really need to think about. You need to criticize your decision because, believe it or not, whether you are in Nigeria or you are outside, whoever comes in next really affects, you know, affects our life. So we really, really need to think about who we are voting for, for presidency, for governorship, for all the positions we'll be voting for. We need to give you real thoughts and vote for the right reasons. You know, like I said, the right reason should be you. So yeah, on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Naira. I mean, it's crazy. You know, a couple of weeks ago, it skyrocketed. You know, um, dollar was almost 800, almost 750, 700, you know, pounds was crazy. And there are a lot of questions, what's going on with the Naira? Why is it, why does it keep dropping? Why does it keep dropping, you know? But this is something I really have no, no knowledge about. So I brought, I brought people who know better than this, you know, to come on board, come and tell us what's really going on. And then um, hopefully we can learn from them. Hopefully I can play this for the next president to, you know, to put, to put the right things in place. So yeah, I'll let them introduce themselves and then we will go ahead. So yeah, to the first person. Okay, Nefe, thank you very much. My name is um, Akbene Olunga. I'm an OTC trader in crypto precisely. Um, I, I'm also a blockchain enthusiast, you know, and uh, I also exploit the financial market basically. Thank you. All right. Yeah, he's also known as the crypto prophet. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and yet, um, let's, um, if you please, can you introduce yourself to us? Uh, hello, Nifi. Hello, everyone out there. My name is Ephraim, Ephraim Dafiago, and uh, I'm a certified product manager, and uh, more importantly, I'm an entrepreneur. So that's just a short way of introducing myself. I'm into business, basically. All right. Don't let these people humble you. Don't let them humble you. Have money. You see them outside. <laughs> All right. Um, and my first question, I'll start with you, Ephraim. Um, why do we have two exchange rates as a country? I mean, it beats my imagination. Why do we have two exchange rates? Okay, so uh, basically to drive this home as simple as possible, it's an issue of demand and supply, right? So uh, we have the CBN fixed rates, which hardly changes. And then we have the other rate, which is what we are talking about, which is the one that is determined by the black market, the Forex periods, the abokis, like we like to call them, right? And here is how demand and supply affect this. Okay, so if there is not enough of dollar to go around the circulation in the economy to make foreign investment, foreign purchases, purchase of raw materials for, for, for production, then people, producers, would turn to black markets who have all this, all this foreign currency. And because they now hold the power, the, the FX bureaus and their bookies, they now have the power to determine how much they want to sell it, right? and. If there is not enough to go around from the banks, which are authorized to produce, to give this out, then they now have more leverage, which is the, the, the forest brewers now have more leverage to increase the price or reduce the price according to how they deem fit. Mm. All right. Um, Olonga, I, I can see you yeah. moving your head. Um, just train, just, can you just train a little light on what Ephraim just said? Um, basically, Ephraim, Ephraim has um, simplified it, you know, 
And I will use uh, an example that the layman would understand. Let's use our normal petroleum product. You know, now when there is circulation of fuel, you can go to the normal filling station nearby and probably buy a fuel at the rate of four or one sixty-five per liter or one forty-five per liter, depending on the price at that time. But if fuel is not in circulation, and probably maybe they are holding the fuel at uh, um, uh, the uh, distributing body, maybe from NNPC or whatever, you discover that when you go to your filling station and you can't find fuel to buy, where will you go to? You, you go you go to the black market right yeah yeah yes which is those people that sell at the roadside yeah good now those people that sell at the roadside might have bought this fuel at 165 but simply because yeah. fuel is not available at that particular time you see that they might be selling a liter at 210 250. now the aboki fs they only have control over price manipulation when they when the dollar is not in circulation Okay, so and what makes dollar not to be in circulation? Now, the truth is, um, Nigeria is a nation where we consume forex, but we do not generate forex. Now, hmm. basically, everything we consume from our healthcare to technology to the clothes we wear to uh, the food we eat to our beverages, they are all imported products. They are all imported products. And what do they use to buy this product? Forex. Obviously, it is the foreign currency, which is the dollar. So the dollar is a currency that is in high demand. It's a currency that is in high demand. But the issue we're having in Nigeria as a country is the fact that we are using a currency that is in high demand to make purchase, but we are not generating enough internally re uh, generated revenue to match it. So what we are having is an issue whereby our foreign reserve can no longer edge the Naira. Okay. Now, uh, th yes, the strength of every currency lies in the foreign reserve of that nation. You understand? So a situation whereby the, the foreign reserve continuously is being depleted and there is no internally generated revenue, it is inevitable that that currency would crash. The state the Nigerian currency is today it's as a result of underlying factors that has been building over time. Okay. And one of that major reason is the fact that Nigeria as a nation, we have borrowed too much. We, we, we consume Forex, but we do not generate Forex. So that is the problem that has brought the, uh, the currency to where it is right now. All right. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, if we go over to you, people have, yeah. I mean, I've had a few conversations in the last week, and people have blamed the recent surge in the foreign um, dollars on the fact that a lot of politicians are holding this money for elections, and then the fact that a lot of people are trying to relocate for school, and they need they need funds to process um, funds to process school fees, they need funds to process to travel basically, and so there's been a recent demand for 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 this dollar. So can we say that's the only reason, or like, or is it like a long said, it has been it's been a lo long time coming, so it's just exploding now. Everything's happening at once. What do you think about that? Okay, yeah, to, to answer that question, I also to back to what uh, Longa said. Yes, see, one, one of the major um, ways in which we have dollar in the country is through the export of petroleum products, right? So we sell our crude oil 
right? And the amount with which we sell is usually much more than the amount of dollar that is required to import in the country, right? So in that way, all the dollars that is coming in through the export of crude oil covers all the necessary requirement of imports. However, that is not the case anymore, right? The amount in which we are exporting our crude oil is now way less than the amount that is needed to import raw material in the country. So you could see the deficit, right? So also foreign direct investment used to be another way in which foreign currency come into the country. And it used to be a lot more higher than it is currently. So right now, the amount of foreign direct investment coming into the country has reduced. But still, the amount of importation is still on the rise because our economy is largely dependent on importation and all that. You know, that's how we try. Yeah. Right. So even the few available currency hmm, is being yeah. held by high social status people or even the foreign bureau, because it will interest you to know that the Apex, Apex Bank, CBN, sell dollar to the bank and also to the BDCs, which is Bureau the Change. And those Bureau the Change also go to the bank and buy the ones. That the, that the bank is supposed to sell to you and I because they will offer more money to the bank and the bank would prefer to make more money on those exchange, on those money than to sell it to you, the common man who requires it to make importation or to pay your school fees. Now, another thing is, it's also interesting to know that that bureau the change license that people are scrambling for, one man, one man, and many of those men, what I'm trying to have it. So, the way the bank go and get dollar from the CBN <clears throat> and bro the change go and get dollar from the CBN. <clears throat> Excuse me. One single man also go directly to the CBN to get dollar that he will start up in his house. Now think about this way, like okay, so elections are around the corner, and we have a lot of prominent and you know uh, powerful men in the country. They have that power to go directly to the CBN and get those dollar and start up in cash in their houses because of course you know that that's the currency that moves the votes and the direction of people's heart during election so they have all this thing well stashed up in their houses meanwhile you and that is into production that's going to help the economy are looking for those things and when we go to the bank they are not available there are a lot of long queues at the bank and the bank cannot you know meet the demand of those foreign exchanges okay so, so these are um, some Sorry, I sorry I have to cut you short. But, I mean, you just <clears throat> said something funny. So CBN gets the foreign currency. They give banks to who are supposed to give to us. They give to yeah. I think supposed, supposed to even give to FX traders. That's so, I mean, the like, reason. That's... Okay, so they give. To that's what I still do not one understand. Man, one man comes to pick it up, uses it for his purpose. Even the FX traders and that one man still goes to the bank and fights them for the one that yes. and I are supposed I... to have. Exactly. I would like to agree to answer this in like 30 seconds. I've often heard the CBN governor blame FX traders for the, for the, I don't want to blame Aboki Abu FX. And again, they also blame people that receive salary dollars who are in Nigeria for the, for the hype, for the, you know, for the crazy exchange rates that we're having. But let me only think about that. Do you think, do you think the CBN governor knows what the same? You know, the truth is, Nifi, most times, eh? I'm very, you know, I, 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 I thought Nigeria as a nation, you know, our governments um, are surrounded by technocrats in every area of life. 
uh, that should know better. But most of the policies, you know, many, many problems we are suffering in this country is policy issues. You know, most of the polish, policies that these uh, people in the APES body are taking at times, I just look at it and I laugh. Now, you blame the Abuki FS for price manipulation that they are responsible for um, the surge in uh, the price of dollar. Now, by doing this, they odd the dollar from um, you and I. Now, we no longer have access to this dollar. They reduce their um, spending limit from $250 to, I think, about uh, $20. $20 a week. Yeah. Very good. Now, what happens is you and I will look for an alternative means to get this dollar. And where do we go to? It's still that the same Aboki FS. Yeah. So, so, yeah, now, so, yeah. so, so the CBI governor blames these people, but at the same time makes it the, makes it makes it creates a situation that we still need to go to these people. So exactly. It's exactly. Yeah. And you know what? You know what happened by doing that? What happened by doing that? Is there's what they call arbitrage. I believe my my mm -hmm. my colleague yeah. there would, yeah. would would know what I'm talking yeah. about. By doing that, yeah. eh, they create an arbitrage opportunity for for currency trading. It's a, a very wide arbitrage opportunity. So because like, now this is like, FS... Carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Yeah, now, these Aboki FS people now, they already know that, okay, you and I will not see this dollar to buy from the bank or will not see it to get from the APES bank. So we'll mm -hmm. definitely come to them. You know? So when we come to them, they would exploit us. Yeah. It's like it's like NNPC telling us that. NNPC is saying... Oh, don't buy black market, but it's not providing fuel for everybody to get black market. Exactly. exactly. We must drive, we must drive our cars. Yeah. So, what do you exactly. think about the statements he made? What do you think about the fact that he said it's people that are receiving salaries in dollars? How does that affect anything? Different. Is, is that not laughable? That's laughable because uh, the people who are receiving salary in dollar, if the salary is coming from outside the economy, outside Nigeria, then that's fine. Yes, so if I'm a Nigerian and I'm receiving salary from uh, my multinational company from the US, pay me, then that's fine. Yeah, but, but the problem is, good, why but would we have, you, we have shops. But why would you, why would you? We have shops yeah, in Nigeria, but, we have restaurants whose price list are in dollars. We have games like it's, it's, that the price, the cash price is in dollars. Why, why is it, it that in Nigeria we place so much value on the dollar, we glorify the dollar so much, even in Nigeria? I mean, for that, I think that is where the CBN have to put put a stop to order because it means that the, the, the economy is being dollarized. I mean, you will see houses in Koyi and all that being listed in dollars. It's in not dollars, supposed yeah. to be so. But why is it happening like that? Because they have a lot of expatriates coming into the country to do a job that you and I can do. And of course, they want to pay that expatriate or the expatriate will demand that he should be paid in the currency of his home country. I and that shouldn't be said. I think even the owners of properties realize how the naira can fall. So if you place a house at exactly. million in, Gen in January, this is October. This that's is in August. That that if, you, if that house is still forty million, that's dropped its value again to dollars. So it think, has dropped its I value. I understand that. Yeah. Okay. So yes, we exactly. something earlier about policies. I like when he says policies. One of the reasons why we are where we are today is politics. It's sad because. We're supposed to be surrounded by techno technocrats, you know. Just the other day, yeah. I saw head of the news, the finance minister, with a full chest, justifying why one point how many billion was spent. Like, how? I mean, I'm sure you guys saw that news. It was crazy. Like, how would you be so proud to say your country spent one point something billion now to buy cars for another country? Another country. One point four billion. Every year we spent spent over five 
hundred billion naira on servicing loans every year. You know, so policy, policy, policy. So if each if either of you were in a position to make the right policies, what policy do you think as a CBM should be in place to help the naira right now? For longer, let's start with you. Um, you know, before I uh, uh, come up with my suggestions, I would also like to reiterate again that it took us time for us to get to where we are now. I mean, the current state of the Naira. So it's still going to take us time to get out of it. You know, so most of the solutions are basically are basically long-term solutions. They are not short-term. You know, now one of the solution and which the most practical solution is they need to structure the Nigerian economy to be much more of a productive economy. That's it. Now, That's yes, it. Pro productive in the sense that we we don't just need to consume forex; we need to earn forex as well. And right. if Fred say if Fred said something about government should improve on crude oil production, that is one of the avenue whereby the Nigerian economy can earn the dollar that is consuming. Now, if that should happen, the economy will become more robust. Our foreign reserve will become more robust. So when that happens, yes, exactly. Production, production. Okay. after production, one more, one more policy. Very good. Then production should go with the issue of tackling insecurity in effect. We cannot take that out of it because Nigeria, as a nation, no foreign investor in the same senses will want to come to invest in a country like Nigeria. Even, even, even local investors, not investors. That, that is why FDI is reducing. If a if a is coming to Ghana, you know. <laughs> then, so, yeah, yeah, a, while, a while ago, a while ago, I don't know if you know this. A while ago, if you buy blue band in Nigeria, you will see made in Nigeria. But right yes. now, you buy blue band is made in Ghana for Nigeria. Yes. So production has left us already. Yeah. So if um, Olombi has said security, Olombi has said um, production, great. But I want tell me a financial, policy. you know, like like you you, you guys just mentioned how the CBN gives to. Apex gives to FX gives to something that will tackle that one because that's because I feel like even if we're still producing and that that scramble is still there, will there still be a demand? It might be reduced, but there will still be a demand. For example, even if we start tackling insecurity, we start producing, and there's still a twenty twenty dollar um, limit on financial transactions, it's still going to to create that that need for dollars. So something in financial policy, please, before we wrap up. So basically, uh, with everything uh, Lenga has also said, mm -hmm. and it, this would be far-fetched, but you know, there was one time where, I think that was about two years ago, when the CBA wanted to shut down or revoke all licenses of BDC, British Change Operators, right? And there were a lot of friends in the whole media. I think I think that was a good approach, but we, you and I both know that that was not going to happen because some of those BDC licenses are owned by powerful people, right? And that is through the means which by they get their own... Uh, dollar in statues. But really though, in an economy like Nigeria, we shouldn't be having those two. We shouldn't be having this apex bank supplying free market dollar to operate with. And we should also allow one man who is not into production to walk into the bank and demand all the assets of the bank. It shouldn't be so. So those insider trading, there should be laws and policies that restrict them. So before you get, before you even get access to dollar, you should have proper reasons. There should be documentation. Yes. What are you, what are you doing? Are you yes, there should be documentation you be, that you need it. You can't be getting the dollar for importation. You need it for this. You need for that. Yeah. 
Okay, I would like uh, longer said something about uh, longer said something about we didn't get here in one day and we shouldn't get we shouldn't expect to get out in one day, which I believe because it's easier to break than to build. You know, but lately I saw it, yeah. I saw it a few days ago about Zambia and how they voted out their president and on, and the new president they got in under eleven months has made the Zambian um Zambian currency the second Economy. most valuable one in the world. So what do you guys think about that? I mean, yes. I, know, I know yes, on, on one side, like Olonga said, it's time. But Zambia could do it. Do you think if in 2023 we'll get the right president, that can happen in a short time? And I'm not saying Nigeria will become New York overnight, but do you think if we have a right forward-thinking businessman president in a short while, let's say in the next one, two years, we can have the Naira getting very close to the dollar? Okay, so basically for that, I also think that... Um, of course, if we have uh, someone at the helm of affairs who knows what he's doing, as well with his team of people, of course, we can revamp the economy. But of course, it's not a, an 11 months journey. Nigeria has been so much damaged that it's not an 11 month journey. We are going to get there, but not overnight, right? Of course, if we have somebody that is business minded up there, along with his team, his entire cabinet, who are all business minded and have good intention towards the country. We'll get them in 30 seconds or in one minute. Do you think that crypto can help the situation we are in now? I want both of you to answer that in 30 seconds to one minute. If we can go first, yeah, I think I think it can help oh. a whole lot more. A whole lot more. So, just um, recently, I mean, right now, before the ban of uh, the whole trading in Nigeria, we used to have crypto at a near parallel with global market rates, right? And that one helps us to hedge our currency our own savings at a good good margin with the dollar right now with the banning so there is pay to pay and pay to pay now means that people don't have to give their own prices however however if you have access to uh, foreign cards or foreign banks you're able to still buy this this currency or this um, crypto usdt or usdc or bitcoin at global parallel rate as well you get so with all that i think that it helps to hedge the currency and actually naira against free falling or help you as an individual to be able to you know maintain or save the value of your naira so i think that crypto is also a way that also we can use for uh cross-border payment which is something i'm already exploring right i mean looking at the the, the rate of of fees people pay for export for moving money out of the country is so much it's higher than any other region in the world and i'm wondering why it is such a big task to move money into nigeria or to move money outside nigeria it shouldn't be that as difficult as every other region especially, especially right? outside nigeria yeah especially outside nigeria but with cryptocurrency we reduce time in time of transaction is instant and then we reduce processing fee of course there's so many intermediaries in the street system whereby this person is charging this person is charging this person is charging you because no one person owns all the entire outcomes that you use for remittance right but with cryptocurrency there are so many outcomes and they're all seamless and the pricing fee or the transaction fee is almost minute right. so we are thereby moving due some of money instantly and lower transaction fees yeah. so well, i think yeah crypto can help us right. to do all this Olonga, what do you have to say about that? Uh, can crypto help our conversation and how? In one minute, please. Um, yes. Uh, Ephraim has said it all. You know, crypto is already challenging our traditional remittance system. You know? Um, I, yes, it's challenging our traditional remittance system already. I have a friend in the U.S. who, whenever he wants to send money to his family here in Nigeria, um, he normally uses this um, black market. And he send, they, they sell for him, I think, at the rate of five-something or so or four-something. You know, with very funny charges, with very funny charges, you know, and uh, he contacted me. I told him to use his credit card to buy Bitcoin from Luno. So what he does is 
In less than 10 minutes, he buys Bitcoin from Luno, sent to my wallet, and I credit his family over here in Nigeria. So you see how fast and seamless it is. You know, right. so the world is the world is the world is becoming a global village. It's becoming a digital a digital uh, um, um, world on its own. So Nigeria as a society, I think, in as much as we are also increasing production, we need to embrace technology. technology. And blockchain technology is a technology that has come to stay. All right. Thank so you so much. It. I mean, I have I have one concern with crypto, but I don't think we can talk about that now because um, we are out of time. But crypto is not regular. Is not um, is it deregularized? De that was the word. Just the same way these Aboki guys are not. There's no regulation. Don't you think in the yeah. long run, I have the same issue? I don't want you guys to answer. Just go home and think about it. The issue we have with these Aboki okay. guys now is that there's no regulatory body. They can put any price they want. Don't you think that can happen with because there's no regulation, it's deregularized. But if I say let's start that talk now, we'll talk for the next 10 minutes. So yes, thank you guys for coming on the show. It's been a great it's been a great thank one. you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for having would, me. For, yeah, for the listeners, I will put up their social media handles if you want to interact with them later. Um they are both crypto traders, they are really they are doing really well. He pretty much a startup in that you know processes payments in crypto is is it carried the startup from Nigeria to Ghana. I don't blame him. Um Longer also has a startup too that trades in crypto and then um, I'll put up their social media handles if anybody wants to reach out to them so that the conversation conversation if you want to know them better or you just want to trade with them and do some business with them but please only legit people because my friends are legit people yeah so thank you guys once again Absolutely. for coming on the show thank you to everyone listening like I always say God bless you and God bless oh before that please 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 you see everything I've said everything boils down to the right leadership in the next election, remember, vote for competence. Forget about your tribe, forget about your religion. We need a competent leader to get us from where we are now. Even if even if we can't get there in the next four years, we'll start the journey on the right path. So yes, God bless you and God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria. <laughs>